Though he was in the form of God, Jesus did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness. And being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Please pray with me. Dear God in heaven, we ask you to be here with us this morning, and we trust that you are here. May my words be your words, and all of our thoughts your thoughts. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. The other day, we found Charlie, my two-year-old son, lying on the floor, pounding his chest and chanting something. When we got closer, we realized he was saying, I love me, I am awesome, I love me, I am awesome. And being the good Christian parent that I am, my first thoughts were of his eternal soul. Oh no, I thought, his view of humanity, his view of himself is too high. He might not recognize his need for a savior. It's like when the uh, rich young man came up to Jesus and called him good teacher, and Jesus says, why do you call me good? No one is good but God alone. But this is Palm Sunday. Today, Jesus is good, right? Today, Jesus is great. You might even say that Palm Sunday was, in some sense, Jesus at the height of his greatness, or at least his popularity. In our gospel reading this evening, we read about what's known as the triumphal entry, Jesus coming into Jerusalem on the back of a colt that has never been ridden. And as he rides into the city, people keep spreading their cloaks over the road. In other lessons, we read that they're spreading leafy branches and palm fronds, anything to sort of keep the way clean. This is the ultimate red carpet, welcoming Jesus to take the throne of his kingdom. And as we read, the whole multitude of the disciples and Remember, this is not just the 12, what we commonly think of as the disciples. This is everyone who has been following Jesus around, probably several hundred people, all crowded around, entranced by his teachings, his miracles. This multitude begins to praise God joyfully with a loud voice for all the deeds of power that they have been witness to, saying, blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. And then the capper, some Pharisees in the crowd, ask Jesus to keep his followers quiet, keep it down a bit, and he answers, I tell you, if these were silent, the stones would shout out. My awesomeness is so apparent, he might as well be saying, so indisputable, so self-evident, that if these people didn't praise me, the very rocks you see around you would shout out my praise. Jesus seems to be pounding his chest, chanting, I love me, I am awesome. I love me, I am awesome. But as you know, five days later, he's hanging on a cross, a criminal outcast, 
And so Jesus' awesomeness, Jesus' greatness must take a different form. The nature of Jesus' greatness is described in our letter to the Philippians. Though he was in the form of God, Jesus did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness. And being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God also highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. So, Jesus is highly exalted. He does have a name that is above every other name. Every knee does bow at the mention of him. He is awesome. But why is he awesome? Because he did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited. Because he emptied himself of his heavenly birthright. Because he came to earth as a servant and not as a king. Because he crossed the divide between the human and the divine. He came to us. And he came to us to die. The throng on Palm Sunday singing, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven was singing Jesus' praises, but for the wrong reasons. But he did deserve the praise. No one has ever deserved praise more than Jesus deserved coming in to Jerusalem that morning. After all, if the people there had been silent, the very stones would have shouted out his praises. But this is the same crowd standing in the courtyard five days later screaming, crucify him, crucify him. Jesus wasn't great in the way that they wanted, but he was and is great in the way that they and we desperately need him to be. It reminds me of a climactic scene in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, which I know you know very well. And just by the way, it turns out that Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade is probably the most common sermon illustration film in the history of the world. Uh, The idea that Jesus being great but not in the way we expect reminds me of when Walter Donovan and Indiana Jones both have to choose one of the cups that they think might be the Holy Grail and drink from it. Walter Donovan goes first. Just in case this ever happens to you, always let the other guy go first. Walter Donovan goes first, and knowing that Jesus is great, picks a chalice encrusted with jewels. We all know what happens to him. As the knight says, he chose poorly. Walter Donovan wanted to use the awesome power of Jesus Christ to make him awesome too. Don't you sometimes catch yourself thinking about Jesus in just these terms? As some kind of energy drink that will help you accomplish all the things you're trying to get done? 
Feeling like life is just too much for you? Try a little Jesus blast, now with 20% more holy encouragement. But like an energy drink, this kind of thing leads inevitably to a crash. The high wears off, and you're right back to where you started, that awesomeness as elusive as ever. The crowd on Palm Sunday wanted this kind of Jesus. They, like Walter Donovan, wanted a Jesus who would make them awesome too. A Jesus who would rescue them from Roman political rule. A Jesus who would end all their earthly problems. But Jesus wasn't that kind of awesome. And Jesus isn't that kind of awesome. He's not an awesome drill sergeant or workout instructor screaming in your face to work harder, do better. He's not going to make you awesome too. Jesus' greatness is in the fact that he set his greatness aside. Jesus is awesome because he set his awesomeness aside. While Adam and Eve reached up wanting to be like God, Jesus came down, not regarding equality with God, which he actually had as something to be exploited. While we spend every moment of the day trying to figure out ways to get people to serve us and our needs, Jesus came to be a servant. While we spend every breath trying to avoid death, Jesus said, not my will, but yours be done, and gave his life for ours. This is the good news of Jesus' greatness. He's not the coach who's going to get the best out of you. He's the Savior who gives his best to you. On the cross, all his righteousness, all his faithfulness were given to you. All your sin, all your faithlessness were laid on him. And that is something worth singing about. Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. Amen.